This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. Hello, everybody. This is Brian here with you guys. I am here with Isabel and Truman. Hey! We are so excited to just be here today. Um, this is our very first teen acting podcast. Yeah, woo woo! I'm excited. Can't wait. So, how are you guys doing today? I'm we're doing good. Doing great. A little tired, but I'm awake now. For you're this. awake now. So who, we're good. What? Who could have possibly woken you up? Uh, he was at my house, actually. Well, yeah, that's true. So I stayed up really late with Wyatt because we were taking like weird photos, <laughs> and then and then we started watching YouTube. And the next thing you knew, it was like five o'clock in the morning, and we're just like, oh! And then we went to sleep. And then I got up early because my sister was gonna take me home. You got up early, so. but but did you get like a phone call at like seven thirty, or were you actually well, yeah. already awake? No, no, you, yeah, you woke me up, <laughs> yeah, you woke me up, and I just happened to see my sister's text later, but I get a call from Brian, and he's like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> I get, and he's clearly asleep, like, by the yeah. way, just clearly like, <laughs> hello, he's you like, know, one of those voices. He's just like, did I just wake you up? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I woke you up, like, it's fine, like, come on, nice I woke Brian. you up, it's it's okay, it's 7.58, like, yeah, it's fine that I woke you up, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, maybe you did. Just, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, he was like, yeah, do you want to do a podcast? I'm like, hell yeah. So I did that, and now I'm here, and I'm excited. So That's awesome, dude. for that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And the whole thing sort of for you stemmed from this idea of just asking questions, right? So it's so important that we are willing to ask questions when we have them because that's it's a bravery thing, right? We have to yeah. step out and make a decision that we're going to ask those kind of questions with uh, the full possibility that we might get a no or um, someone might be too busy and that can be scary. And so you did that, Truman. You yeah. you came over and you asked a little bit about the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So what drove you to do that? Um, so I've always, like the past year, I've become like I watch more podcasts and I enjoy, I think it's like a really cool way of like entertainment and like learning new things because there's so many different kinds of podcasts because there's like, ones that you can like learn stuff there's like funny ones which i prefer the funny ones just because it's comedy and then when i learned you guys were doing a podcast i'm like oh that's really cool and then now i'm on the internship and i'm like i want to help with this as much as possible because it's like one of the like a cool way i enjoy yeah entertainment so definitely and and you both are interns here which is super cool yeah so uh tell me a little bit about that uh isabel um interning we started how long did we start like a month ago yeah a little over a month ago yeah yeah we i think it started when well we were talking about this the one at one of the chaos shows joey i was there watching because i was in the teen chaos and joey was like do you want to help film for the on the monopod and i was like yeah heck yeah and i like had no clue what i was doing but i just went up did it and then you know, it was it was fun helping out, and I think that kind of sparked a little something, and so now we're here helping a lot. Well, I'll tell you, it's it sparked something for me, because that's one of those again, same idea with what Truman did with the podcast. Yeah. It's it's being brave enough to say yes, even though it's scary. Yeah. And um, you didn't have a plan, right? It wasn't like oh, I was planning on doing this. You were just in the teen show. No, oh, yeah. And Joey just happened to be like, hey. Would you stay for the adult? I don't think you were even planning on the staying for the adults nope. that night, <laughs> which is one of those things you could have very easily been like, no, like, you know, I'm going to go home. It's been a long day or whatever. Yeah. And and you you made a decision to say yes. Mm-hmm. And through that, some really cool things happened. And 
And it was from there that we got excited about you. We got excited about the idea of, of bringing, bringing you on and, and interning you. And from there, that sort of sparked into uh, Truman and the others and, and like, and building on that. Yeah. Um, so it just, it came from willingness to do that. And I know for me, guys, that can be super scary. I don't know about you guys. Like, yeah. I, I'm a planner a lot of the times in my brain. Oh, I'm a big planner. Yeah. I write everything down. See, yeah. I'm like, like a, everything. I'm a planner, but I don't actually write it out. I just like have it all planned in my head and it doesn't always go well, but I like always think ahead of what's going to happen and like how it's going to happen and yeah, like worst and, and best case scenario. You know, we talked about this even uh, in, in church today. They talked about this. It's, it's super challenging when you have that idea and this plan and like it doesn't go perfect to mm-hmm. what you yeah. wanted. Like, yeah. That's been huge for me. And I had uh, a recent discovery of, of feeling that and going, okay, I need to release that fear and, and be present. Like be present and make a choice to just go with things and know that things are never going to go as, as planned. Yeah. Like, yeah, most yeah, likely. We need to plan. You need you need to look ahead and, and have ideas and, and think through best case, worst case scenarios. But then once you're in it, you need to live in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so it, it's just exciting. Like when you start to live that way. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun interning. It's <laughs> been like, I don't know, just it's a good place to be at during. Every, every single time we come in here, I think you can say the same in all the other interns. It's just like you forget about all the stress school comes like that comes with school and like outside friends and stuff like that. And it's just like be present and be ha- like I come into this like place every day, like as, as much as possible, not every day, sadly. And it's like no matter what happened earlier in that day, I'm now happy because I'm here and it's amazing. I love it. And it's like teaching me so many skills that. I don't think I would have been able to learn as well anywhere else. So, so you guys are, are both in the program and have been for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, one of the things I would love to talk about today is I feel like right now, and I, I've done a lot through like youth ministry, and I, I have a deep passion for youth that you guys know, specifically yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Um, and there's just, uh, and it's been around forever. I mean, it's in your generation a lot because of social media as well. It's just sort of changed the game. But it's always been there, this idea of self-image and, and the struggle behind that, especially in high school, especially mm-hmm. like walking into high school and everybody's sort of comparing and going through that. And so uh, would you guys mind sharing for you like what that's been like? How has acting helped with that? How has acting helped you become more confident in you um, and at school and in and, and your journey as a, as a teenager, honestly? Yeah, I think self-image is like, a big pro a lot of teens in high school have that problem yeah with self-image and like not being confident I know personally I've struggled with confidence a lot but when I started coming to Deering and like even acting in general it's a good place to when you do improv to like use what you're struggling with and put it on stage and just like deal with it it's a good place to like exhale all the challenges and struggles and to be more confident it, it it's ha- helped a lot with confidence yeah it has like things that I don't love personally about myself being here has I've been able to learn to turn those things into something funny or happy so I now love that about me so like my smile yeah. not my favorite but I've made it into like my own thing and it's funny I got a new haircut wasn't my favorite but now I'm into beanies so I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm into beanies yeah, yeah so I'm you like, find something to be positive yeah about. I'm learning like find the positive thing and no matter what happens, which is really good for me and 
my friends as well. So yeah, because and again, going back to exactly what we we're talking about, like you go in with a plan, right? You mm-hmm. had a haircut, you told them how to do it, and then just didn't. Happen. It just didn't happen. Like, didn't Did you happen. tell them what you wanted? So and they I, yeah. Didn't. So I showed him a photo of this thing. Can we see it? Can we like see a little? You know, pull it down real uh, quick. My hair? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he used to have just like, like long, long hair, hair. Yeah. like Flowy. like just like one of those like. Yeah, you got to get it off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like was, slow motion, by the beach, ocean, like, hair, you so, know? So the haircut I wanted was still shorter than what I normally go with, but it was definitely longer than this, and it's like, <laughs> backwards, and I loved it. I showed him a photo. I'm like, this is what, what I want, and I've always trusted him. I go to him almost every single time, and he's never let me down, and I show him it, and it's done, and I'm just like, thank you. Because, <laughs> like, so you can't cute. say anything else to a barber. You can't be like, oh, I hate it, because... Like he's an amazing guy. I love that place. They're all nice, and it just feels awkward. So I'm just I just left, and I'm just like, okay. Does anybody have a beanie? It's okay. <laughs> you like, rock it, Truman. Yeah, I it made works. it. I made it work. So it's gonna grow back. So it's fine. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And it's well, it's just about going like, okay, I'm just I'm gonna make this work and be confident within it, you know. And I told you, cool. You found a beanie. That's your way to do that. That's awesome. You don't even need that, honestly. Yeah. Like, you there's there's it's it's all about what you think of yourself. Yeah. Like the people who are the most like attractive to be around as far as energy wise are the ones who who don't let that affect them. And mm-hmm. and I'm speaking from a perspective of I struggle with it too, man. Like mm-hmm. and we literally in uh we're we're doing some some filming of some of our stuff when we do meetings and and it was pointed out that I have like a bald spot, which I don't actually have by the way. <laughs> like there's not a bald <laughs> spot, but if I put a beanie on Mm-hmm. It messes with my hair, and then it turns into this weird side swivelly thing. That's oh, like, I'm sure. the, oh man, it, <laughs> and it's in the back is it does kind of look like that. And my dad's bald, like mm-hmm. he's got a bald spot. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I would not be bald, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get that. And then the whole then I'm going in the mirror and like, what is it? Who else is looking at this? You know? <laughs> and it, it's hard. It's super yeah. hard to not not think about that. You know? That's another thing that like acting with what we've been talking about the self-image thing it all the lessons that you take from even being at daring you take into real life i've noticed yeah like listening is a huge thing that uh is being taught here and i've learned to listen to like my friends and they've because of that like appreciate me more and it's able to make make more friends because of my ability to listen to them Mm. and understand what they're going through and it means a lot to me because i can try my best to make them happier even if it doesn't work all the time but it's not only helped me become mentally better but it's helped other people which is really cool acting is amazing yeah and dealing with that idea like it's contagious Mm -hmm. so when you when you start listening and being honest and connecting to people like they want to be around you and you have the ability and this is for everybody this is for everybody listening you have the ability to literally shift a culture it takes one person. It takes one person going, no, I'm not going to do that to slowly start infecting more people who start going, oh, they're not going to do that? Cool. I'm not going to do that either. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. It, it's, it's so infectious. It's hard to do because it's so hard to be that one. But when you do, like you literally and you guys have the ability to change your schools and, and change the whole culture of, of what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thing with like, standing out and like not doing what everybody else is doing i've had teachers in the past like 
like I've had teachers who don't like me. I've had teachers who do, and the ones who do is they always say like I stand out because I don't do what everybody else does, and I'm I am my own self, and plus I ask a lot of questions because I like to learn. Um, but it's always like cool because I'm able to stay away from like bad stuff. Luckily, I've stayed away from like drugs and drinking and all that, and it's contagious to my friends because they see like, hey, I'm doing good because of this. Maybe I should try this, and they stop it. And then mm-hmm. it spreads from there to there. And it's amazing, like, seeing that effect on people. Because, like, if someone's ever about to do something, they know they shouldn't. They come to me like, hey, talk me out of this. And I, I can was, talk my friends out I of it. I was thinking about that in church today, too. Because, like, even worship, when everyone's at the stage, you everyone can be together ready to worship. But if, like, w- like that one person doesn't choose to go full out or jump when it's the jumping song, no one else is going to jump. Mm-hmm. So each week is, a, like at a different week at church like one week everyone's jumping and really excited and the band like can feel the the connection with the audience and it's all that one person that like starts the jumping and having fun have you been the jumper before oh yes i'm always telling my friends to jump today yeah. i was like we are going to jump at the first song i 100 percent. i and i saw it i saw <laughs> the jumpers over there and it, it's terrifying though to be the yeah. first jumper to yeah. the very first jumper so you've been the first first one to jump Oh, yes. I love to do that. (laughs) That's totally Was there a point where that was hard for you, where that was challenging? Tell me about that. I, when I started coming more to the high school ministry, I was not very, like, nervous about what other people think. And it's a big deal in high school, not even just at church. But I, my friend, her name's Haley, um, I remember, like, worshiping. And there's, like, a level of worshiping where you just, like, sing the songs, say the words, but she was like really getting into it. And I, she didn't have to, she was probably like nervous about how I thought of her, but I saw her and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to not care what anyone else thinks and do what I want to do to worship God in the way that I can do that. Mm -hmm. And that's helped. And that's so great. That's such an amazing idea of like, cause it's wherever, wherever you're at in life, wherever your faith is and these certain things, that, that idea of the jump is what's yeah. so important. It's this, because we all feel it. Your gut, your spirit will tell you to do things and it's terrifying in the moment to do them. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying to to be the first one to jump when nobody else is. To be the first one to go, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then down the line, all of a sudden it pays off because people come and ask you, hey, uh, to help me not do this. Mm-hmm. It pays off because the person next to you then goes, jump with me, yeah. you know? But it doesn't start that way. You have to be brave first. Yeah. And usually and no one else cares what you think or like no one's judging you. It's nobody. you that's like making it hard for yourself. That's right. And the people who are or it seems like they are, they really secretly want to. Oh, yeah. They really secretly yeah. deep down want to. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got something going on. And that's the thing. Wherever it is in life, whether it's at church or at school or, or at class or like wherever you are, we're all dealing with the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's super hard but if we can take a moment to go okay like let me assume the best in you that's something matt teaches here and matt's been my mentor for a long time and he's phenomenal i mean i oh, literally yeah. i would not be anywhere close to where i am without matt um and right now he's starting to help and we've been holding each other accountable on certain things but he's helping me realize just all that man all the things he's done for me that i had no idea just like no idea. Yeah. And I'm looking back and going, gosh, I wouldn't be even close to where I am. And through that, that was hard for him. Like there, cause I was fighting him on it. 
Mm-hmm. I was fighting him on it. And I'm sure like with you guys, when you're starting to do some of these things, like there'll be friends that fight you on some of the good. There'll be friends who like yeah. don't want to give into that stuff. And, and you say, you still have to follow your spirit and do the right thing, but it's not going to be easy. And honestly, you're going to be the way he described it, persecuted and crucified for it in a sense. Like they're going to, to, to just say no to it. And you're going to feel bad because you point out the things that you know are right, but they don't want to hear necessarily mm-hmm. right so i've been uh going off like standing up and being the first to jump i've been bullied a lot in my whole school life just because i'm very different from everybody else um especially guys i'm not the masculine type of guy because acting gives off like sometimes people say like quote-unquote gay vibes which isn't i don't care because i'm me i love myself and i've turned that into like a humor with it and going off the bowling is like, I don't let people push me around and Deering's helped a lot with that. Like I stand up for myself. Mm. It's like the people that nobody stands up for. If they try and push me, I will stand up to them. And because of that, other people will start doing that, which is really cool. I love that. Cause there's a time there's kid was like pushing me around, just like abusing me. It was horrible. And I said, and I just wouldn't fight him. I stayed calm and like collected. And I said, back off. And because of that, everybody else took my side and everybody went against him and mm-hmm. I ended up being safe and everything was fine. So like Deering's helped me a lot to just learn to stay calm and live in the moment and choose what is truly right for not only you, but everyone else around and on stage for like your partners and stuff like that. But in real life for your friends and if, even if you're not friends, like people you could hate, you don't know what they're going through. That's right. And because of that, you have to be sympathetic for them too because yeah it goes right into you don't know somebody else's story mm-hmm. so we yeah. it's so easy to make assumptions and it's so easy to let our feel because because they will like you will get angry mm-hmm. like matt and i were literally talking about this today because yesterday i and i i thought it was so cool what i did and he was like ah, and he had felt that moment of me pushing back for a second because i was like basically what happened is joey did something for me because it takes me a second to take off my my brace right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'd already done all that it's into the night and i'm like oh i forgot my phone in my car and so i asked him to go get it for me and i realized there were like two dishes that he had left out from earlier in the day and i was like cool i'm gonna serve him i'm gonna do that right so i go to do it and i like go down just like hit my head so hard on the counter like like so hard i mean if there was a button for that i'd push it like ouch right yeah and so then immediately went for an ice pack and then like sort of held it there and then he came back in and um i had him finished with the dish well what i should have done is i should have continued to serve first Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. honestly like because selfishly yeah i want to put this ice it's not going to hurt me for another 15 seconds to finish this thing this service thing and then put that on my head but i was mad mm-hmm. and so because the mad came in i let the anger win and then i wasn't able to serve joey the way that i had intended to and uh, it's such a silly example in a way but like that's it's that anger it's th- those things will rise up and it's hard it's hard to make that choice but like you said when you do it's infectious it's contagious and and we literally have the power to change so many lives yeah yeah and we put do. others first I think is a big thing that a lot of people forget about just be selfless (laughs) do you feel like you see that a lot or no yes definitely 100 percent. i don't know i feel like the world these days it's it's not about other people it's about what is good for me which yes you want to do what's good for you but it like goes back to being the first jump like you don't want to do that but it's like put others first and think about what other people are doing 
Yeah. Well, guys, that's it's, that's awesome. Just even some of the hearing your guys' story and how some of that has come about is, is so amazing. And I think down to the core of all of it, kind of getting to our wrap up here, it all comes with love. Mm-hmm. It all comes with the willingness to be loved. And, and I feel that one of the biggest struggles right now with, with teenagers and with that is we're not, and with everybody, really, we're not centering things in love. And we're not allowing ourselves to be truthful. Like, yeah, a man's supposed to look this way or mm-hmm. a girl's supposed to look this, like whatever. Like we have these images that we're supposed to create to try and make people see us a certain way. And the truth is no one is, no two people are the exact same. Oh, yeah. Everyone's different. Everyone's got their own sort of identity. And, and when we can learn to just love people where they are and, and, and do that, then we do powerful things. I mean, tying it back into acting and stuff for both of you guys are on the comedy troupe. Like this last rehearsal was one of my favorites because we all just sat in that circle yeah. and just talked mm-hmm. and got real. And, uh, and Isabel, you started crying. I mean, yes. that's, it's a powerful thing. Like yeah. it literally, it affected everybody in the room and, and Saya started crying. And talking through some stuff and like we as a as a team got to start doing that and like it's powerful it's powerful and contagious when one person opens up and shows total truth everybody else wants a piece of it Mm -hmm. everybody else wants a piece of it yeah be the jump (laughs) yeah the scene i did with the dakota where i was just crying because i had like a really hard like past month um i feel like that was one of like my favorite nights and all like seeing everybody else do scene because like everybody else wanted to do like an emotional or like at least open up in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a really cool night for that. It was really fun to watch. So Absolutely. Cool being like the first scene and just opening up. And just to give context on that, um, you guys just walked out connected. Mm-hmm. He felt the energy that you were putting off and he was brave again, going into bravery. Our spirit tells us what to do. Mm-hmm. Our gut tells us what to do. Call it whatever the heck you want, but it tells you exactly what to do. And it's our decision whether or not we're going to act on it. And it's never easy. It takes a moment of bravery. But I, I could tell you, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys, I've never done it and then afterwards been like, well, that was a bad choice. Yeah. Like it, it almost always turns out to be one of those things where the, the, I was being guided in a certain way. Even if they, they don't react a certain way, I know in my gut, yeah, I, I did that because I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. It felt right, and yeah. I was told to do it. And, and the more you listen to that, the stronger you become and the more you're able to help other people. Because like you said, Truman, you see it. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to go look at somebody, and you see it in their eyes. You guys in rehearsal describe me as like a mind reader. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it is, <laughs> is I just actually look in someone's eyes for a second. And if you do that and you learn to do this, you can't not see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't not. And it's a skill that can be learned. And that's meaning our program is all about that. It's about that personal development side, but it's about listening. And, and when you start to do it, you can't miss it. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for being on here. Thank um, you. This I has been fun. just an amazing podcast and uh, I love you guys so very much. And I'm so grateful you guys came out tonight, today to, uh, to do this with us. Thank mm-hmm. you. I love you too. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah.